The following program contains people who are in it to win it. Remember, you do you. If you're someone who feel like you still have more to learn where you are right now, then probably take some more time to make that decision before you decide to put one career ahead of another. You're listening to Catch Up Sessions with Mark Laguna. Season number three gives you a peek into different industries in my conversations with friends about their life and career. What's it really like to be a TV actor, a news reporter, a business lawyer, an artist, or some corporate hotshot? Find out in this episode and more. Enjoy eavesdropping! The best time to catch up is now. Catch up sessions. Today, we are honored to have with us on the program Catch Up Sessions Life and Career Edition. Ganda, di ba? Gusto nagnanod ka dun sa... <laughs> Thank you for your affirmation. Kailangan natin yan throughout the session. So, ituloy mo lang. Please welcome Raymond. Hi! I, I, Mark, by the way, I feel like this is a full circle moment for me Because? as an avid listener of catch-up sessions since season one. Wow, for real. And now to be a guest. Such an honor. <laughs> Are you one of the many people who've been bothering me to say, bakit di mo pa kami ginigest yan sa show mo? Have, uh, no, I've, I've never told you Hindi that, pa, Yeah, yeah, not you. But I really had people verbalize. I was like, I thought we were friends. And I was like, can you see the lineup? They're sort of not. The... It's a different story arc. <laughs> <laughs> They're just manifesting, Mark. You, you manifest things that you want in life. Eh? I guess. But it's, it's good that people are now receptive. Thank you for yeah. coming on the show. Not that you had a choice. <laughs> There's always a choice. There always is. And thank you for adjusting to my very busy schedule. <laughs> I mean, your life now is kind of crazy. Why don't we get started with that? What kind okay. of life do you live at this moment? So right now, I am a supply chain manager for a sleep technology company by day. And I'm a third-year law student by night. Usually exceeds till early morning. I've been with Mark Incorporate since 2013 in the same company, but I've changed careers since then. For a while, I was an international civil servant, if you may call it that. I was at the United Nations. Yeah, and then just most recently, I went back to corporate. I also have a couple, de- couple of degrees. I was a graduate of industrial engineering, same as Mark. But not in the same org, fortunately or unfortunately. <laughs> we will pass that after some time. But... We do, we do, we do. And yeah, halfway through uh, PNG, I started doing my master's in public management. And right after that, I did my Juris Doctor in UP. So that's all of those in a whole big jumble. And that is a lot to unpack. Maybe let's get started from the very beginning. Sure. You're taking law now, but you started yeah. IE. What was the deal with that? I did. Maybe we start first with why IE, right? Yeah, why uh, indeed. But why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, because why I, for you? Because I, I'm sure like most people who entered IE don't know half of the story of what it is to be an IE. Oto, naman yan. 
for, for myself, ako talaga it was because there were a couple of seniors in high school who did IE. And then I felt like it was a sexy job. And, you know, in fact, it, it, it really was a sexy and job. It is, it is. So if so if you're an IE listening right now, don't be disheartened. It really is a sexy job. I have to give it that. <laughs> But the move to law school and to pursuing law right now is really to have more of a human aspect to what I wanted to do in the future. IEs and engineers in general, right, are really more deep into the technical analysis, machine systems, and all of that. Whereas, you know, something more professional, I think, than engineering is something like law school and a legal profession where you get to encounter people in the daily life. So, yeah, that, that's why I, I decided to do that shift from engineering to, to law. But before you jumped into law, there was, of course, entering corporate first where I met you. How fortunate yeah. of the both of us. <laughs> What? <laughs> But in the middle of that, you decided to study master's. And I, I get this question a lot. I'm yeah. in corporate now, some multinational named P&G. Should I yeah. still take master's? You obviously said yes to yourself. What was the thought process I did. behind that? I did. So I entered PNG 2013. Mm. I decided to get into master's uh, 2016. So a good three years then. So it, it took me quite a while to finally decide that I wanted a master's degree. But have um, you always parang seen yourself? Kailangan master's ako. No, no, never, pa. never. Okay. I, I never really, I never really saw that. In fact, you know, a, a lot of people talaga in, in PNG would normally advise you against it. I finally mm-hmm. found the value in it when I realized that you that there is value into creating a network outside of your own company. So that was the okay. first value I found in like doing master's degree, whether it's you know MBA or public management, which is what I did. I think that's one value you have to see in 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 doing master's. Yeah, I was like speaking of network, your classmates with Rico Soto, so <laughs> <laughs> that should have yeah, got yeah, it for I something. Am. <laughs> um, and several other uh, other uh, government practitioners or government officials also were, were in that same masters and I really enjoyed you know I guess a big part of the things that I enjoy is like mm-hmm. meeting new people so, so yeah. that was the that was one of the things that convinced me to do masters but public management in particular was again because I wanted to do something more service oriented yep. obviously there's also something called service in PNG but <laughs> Not comparable at all. Not comparable. So public yeah. service is how was it ingrained in you? Was it the UP? Because I mean, nilang yari sa akin. So <laughs> how did it happen for you? Yeah, definitely it was it was UP. I I've already done um, council student council work in high mm-hmm. school, but it was really my UP education which led me start exploring these things. You know about about public service. Yeah, I was also doing council council work in UP before, um, and also like getting inspired by a lot of different organizations in terms of helping other people and making use of that UP education to 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 try to bring it back, I guess, to the people. Um, for for a lot of better way to put it. But it was yeah, it was really that UP education which led me to to explore that that part of me. But I would also say that I guess when I did PNG, there mm-hmm. was also much more realistic awakening for me, especially in my stint in the plant. I I was in the plant for a year, and like meeting people who are very different from you, you also get inspired by their stories. So I guess there's also that part. Ah, wow, that's really nice. So I guess the tricky part of that you're doing full time corporate and studying. What right. was life like then? 
uh, this is masters <laughs> and you know, a big corporation. Right. So I've been I've been studying since 2016. So while well, technically I've only never had stopped. a break in school. Yeah, technically I've only had a break for three years, and I've never had like a proper Friday night after oh. after that. So if there's anyone out there who's thinking about like getting masters or getting into law school while incorporate, maybe that's one of the things that you should start crossing out of your list. You'll never have another good Friday night. Unless term break. <laughs> yeah, unless term break. But um, I can't remember. Did you finish masters the whole time you were in PNG, or you left PNG did, at some I point, right? Oh, so you did. Oh, and I with did. flying colors at that. Right. I forgot. I I I usually forget to say it there, but I think. Wow. I uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me remind people that you did the. Is it still called valedictory speech yes, at that yes. point? Ah. Yeah. So so I graduated top of the class in my in my masters. Um, mm. Proud moment, I guess, because I'm one of the few. There's there I I'm not the only one, but I'm one of the few in my class who was actually working in private or in corporate mm. while doing a masters in public management. And obviously, that's a big boost, you know, in terms of like profile and uh, validation of sorts from other people. That you know, you can still you can still succeed even if you are like only half foot in and like other foot out. Or just two full feet in, in both things, <laughs> if that's possible. But were you able to use, let's say, your corporate experience in masters and vice versa? Was there an instance na parang, huh, good thing I'm doing this, but it's easier? I think very few people realize that there mm. is such a strong connection between experience in corporate and experience in public service, trying to learn the ropes of public service. Mm-hmm. I remember this one time in master's, I, I had an elective called social entrepreneurship, mm. um, which I think was a perfect marriage. And I also did, did my um, thesis on the same topic, wherein I felt na there was a perfect marriage between what I knew of corporate and what I could contribute to a like a bigger challenge or like societal problems, which was yun, yeah, uh, social entrepreneurship. And Maybe it was PNG specific, or I I don't know if I, I obviously I can't speak for other companies, mm-hmm. but the training I received in PNG and you know just being surrounded by really brilliant people, strong-minded you, people, uh-huh. um, you learn a lot from these people about operational discipline, about thinking out of the box, about like dealing with difficult mindsets or like difficult people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, You also bring those skills in, even if you are not incorporate. And I, I guess I was lucky to have the experience both ways. And maybe some people don't realize that that you know you can actually bring your talents in one field into another, even if you don't have it in paper. Nah, you you're not working in the same industry. I think there's still a long way to go for you to use those skills. So fast forward just a little. After masters, you entered law, and you were still in PNG then. Yes, I still. But I there still was this—I don't know—breaking point. Uh, <laughs> turning point. Turning. Point. Turning point. Breaking point. Turning point. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Let's use your words. Turning point to say goodbye PNG. I'm But a not full-time. boiling point. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you left corporate and uh, focused on law for a time. What yeah. was that like, and and why? Nida bahaya or I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. I I don't mean to. I'm sure kaya mo naman. Kaya pa, kaya pa. I did uh, I did PNG and law school for a year. 
Okay. So that was 2018 to 2019. And I would say the role I was doing in PNG back then was, I guess, less time-consuming. Super flexible. Than yeah. yeah, yeah, more mm-hmm. flexible. It was less time-consuming than the previous roles I've been doing mm-hmm. in PNG. But law school is really very demanding, especially first-year law school. Mm. In hindsight, that was really very demanding of your time, of your mental space. <laughs> And, you know, I felt at that point that I was shortchanging both. That mm-hmm. I was just giving 50% percent um, ah. in work and 50% percent in law school. Whether it was good enough for both, I, obviously I can't. I I can't speak for that. But for my own sanity, I felt like I needed to prioritize one over the other. Yeah, um, you had yeah, to pick, talaga, no? I did. I did. I did. Even I'm, to... I'm sure you loved both. I did, of course. Oh um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you had to pick one, and obviously law won. I had to pick one, and I I needed to do that because. Because I I needed to realize whether I was really good enough for law school, and I felt mm. like I wouldn't have that realization unless I I would spend more time. Right, right. Para to do away with the what if na parang eh, kasi half half ako eh, de ba? Yeah. So uh-huh. um, and in any case, naman, I've been with I've been with PNG at that point for like six years already. Mm. So nothing else to prove in the corporate world. So to speak. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I wanted to think that I have had like moderate success, naman in PNG. Ah, so modest. Parang kahapon pero gusapan lang natin. After you, wala nang nangyari din sa legacy. But that's for another story. That's for another story. <laughs> because because I think if if you're deep into one company for that long, mm. you already know pretty pretty much what's there to discover about yourself and how good of a fit you are. I'm not saying I'm not a good fit for PNG. In fact, maybe I'm saying I I was a good fit for PNG, but I didn't want to have to live with regrets. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I needed to make that jump outside to realize whether. I am good enough for law school, and so far, so far, I think, I think it's well, just you're still surviving and thriving. So, but you I know, did. law school, you did a side stint, if I want to call it that, of, yeah. in which I wrote a really strong recommendation letter for. Thank you for that, Mark. <laughs> for no less than one of the UN staff. So, what was that yeah. again? I, I work for United Nations Development Program. It's mm. one of the attached agencies of the United Nations here in the Philippines. In all honesty, it wasn't one of the civil service positions I was I was aiming for when I left PNG. But yeah, the, the opportunity presented itself because I felt like the work that I was doing for UN, which was monitoring and evaluation, was a good transition job from corporate. I was doing some project management contract management also for firms or like IT firms who are doing projects for the government. And I remember I also had like quite similar projects in PNG before. So parang at least right now, I was still able to bring that parang those skill set when I was in PNG yep, yep. and now doing it and applying it in government. Aside from all, of course, all of the other stuff I learned within UN, but I felt like there was a good match between what I could offer and what they were looking for. And it was a it was a good enjoyable experience. Um, oh, that's great! But it had yeah. to end also at some point. It did. It did. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, let's just say that irreconcilable I... differences. <laughs> no <laughs> relationships. <laughs> Definitely with not. work. What was it like then? I mean, because you had. Yeah. It seems like it's a you did mention it, but okay, naman the fit of this one now, sort it of was, in the public was. space, and then yeah. you get to use corporate learning. But you did not push through with it for longer because why exactly? I did not because again, I, 
this this time around an opportunity presented itself i wasn't mm-hmm. really looking for a new corporate job and when the opportunity with emma which is a sleep technology company presented itself i had to make i guess reassessments about uh-huh. my plans in my career and one of the things that led me to deciding to move to or move back to corporate was Let's pause here for a minute. We'll be back with why Raymond decided to come back and join the startup, plus the sacrifices that had to be made in juggling law school life and his corporate career. Check out Catch Up Sessions on Instagram and Facebook for fun behind-the-scenes videos and updates on the release of new sessions. You know you want to. Even if you don't, be part of the next episode. Just leave me a voice message. Find the link in the show notes below. Catch-up sessions. Life and career edition. And one of the things that led me to deciding to move to or move back to corporate was preparing myself to a future or like um preparing myself to my future after law school okay um and this one is like more practical considerations and i guess it, it's no secret to most filipinos at least who are probably listening that you know civil service positions in the philippines don't pay as much as corporate mm, yeah um and i was being being very practical about it Um, I wasn't saving a lot when I was in when I was in UN. The, the the pay was good, but not I guess enough for me to cushion my own finances. And yun and Emma was Emma is still a startup company, so I also felt like it is a different environment versus a consumer goods company like PNG. So there's still some opportunities for me to learn something new as well. So I guess those were the two things that really made me decide to. Go back to corporate this time, and yeah, so far enjoying it for the past three months that I've been with Emma. But I guess I'm back in that mindset where you know one foot in and one foot out um, with corporate and with law school. Maybe for the purpose of our guests, uh, or for the listeners rather, what is the stark difference of uh, hmm. a more established corporation, Exhibit hmm. A, P, and G, versus okay. corporate startup, Exhibit B, yeah. Emma? Like if I want to, ito na lang. If I want to go to a startup, why would why should I go, Raymond? Okay. If I get and, an offer from Emma, because <laughs> I did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> why should I go? You should because the systems are very different. If if you want to learn in an environment where there is less constraints, I mm-hmm. would say go for a startup. And usually the the things that you also learn in a startup is multifunctional because yun, yeah, there are less walls around different functions. I mean, this is obviously just speaking from my own experience, right? So if you are the type of person who want to learn in the type of environment, then you might want to consider startup. That's also specifically the the intent that I had when I decided to enter Emma, right? 
but obviously there it it also comes with more work from your end or right? like yep. because now you are in a role when you are in a startup now you are in a position to also influence things that are foundational in nature obviously in companies like png you would also have those opportunities but i would say that definitely they come more with startup companies and when you have those opportunities they they tend to be much more consequential right because the growth is exponential things. i can imagine diba right? kasi nga you're yeah. starting up something that's probably not there before right and i guess lucky for me because i've had those uh, six years of experience with png so mm-hmm. i do have some foresight on how it might work in the future or how it might not work ah, in the future share and reply <laughs> but i guess if you're someone who's fresh out of university then the considerations might be different because maybe at that point in time you would want to be at the receiving end of instruction you want to learn a lot first you want to no? learn and from like something like more Marcia structured Google. yeah i'm we have <laughs> openings all the time <laughs> I was supposed to drop the website. I don't remember now. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. PG Careers or something. <laughs> I see. I see. So, I mean, I guess, yun nga, different yung value of yeah. um, going into something more structured first and then now it's a whole new different environment. And you know, you know what, Mark? Honestly, I think that these were opportunities that were not really available for us when, like, we were fresh out of university during our time. Right. I mean, it's so scary to join startups during that time because the startups yeah. then are really like, who are you? <laughs> I, I know, back, back then, right? Your only choice or everyone's everyone's choice would either be multinational companies or consulting. Yeah. Um, but now you have these startup companies which are still small in value but growing really really fast so yeah and they offer so much growth and you know naman right. how people are kasi now you can learn not man learn everything but there's yeah. a lot more access to learning outside of the corporate system that's I mean, true can, that's true you can basically google anything and it will pop up you know that's super simplified clearly <laughs> People might get offended, uh, but there's just a lot more avenue to learn now. now you know what? I also noticed uh, the kids—I call them kids—right? The new hires nowadays, their experience. Because during our time, our experience was mostly org work, mm. and that's already the you know, extension of our acads. But now people have legit real life, mm, yeah, you know, outside of the school experience, which we didn't have. You know, Good for them. Much <laughs> I envy the access. Don't uh-huh. don't get me wrong. I I envy the access, obviously, but I guess for my own personality type, mm. I also really enjoyed the opportunity. Okay, lang. Had. You so like your okay journey. Yeah, and you know we are still benefiting from those types of access right now. Diba? Parang the the doors don't close din naman for mm. and these continuous <laughs> learning should be a thing, even if you're like in your senior years, diba? There's always something to ano. That's Just true. That's true. Learn from the kids of today. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, now three months in, I don't want to preempt anything. <laughs> but uh, what's your feel? Is this something that you see yourself kind of this? This can work. What, what What's the vibe? Just like my head bopping, tayo. What you talking about? Actually, I didn't want you to translate the head bopping. Eh, I had to. <laughs> It's like I don't know. <laughs> No, um, how should I say it? Well, number one, I, I, I think three months is not a good enough time to judge. Usually, mm-hmm. I would give myself like six months mm-hmm. uh, to maybe even a year. I remember even in TNG, when I was new in a role, I would always give myself those like four to six months is usually the range that I give myself to just like make mistake, 
absorb everything um, and just be very humble with any new opportunity that you have, you know, before judging whether it is right for you or not. But my my own like early feels of uh-huh. what I'm doing right now, I feel like I'm contributing a lot of value just because I'm carrying that experience with me. Was there something for masters also na again you're carrying here or even law school? I don't know. Do you become mm-hmm. an instant resource kapag may Philippines law <laughs> issue tayo? Baka, baka Raymond knows. Not so much yet eh, because I'm doing uh, also a regional role, I guess. So okay. not, not so much value yet in that. Although I do hope in the future, you know, I, I get to contribute something that outside of my usual domain. But I do love the, the pace at which I'm able to contribute. Definitely, you know, if you ask me whether the amount of contribution I did in PNG on my first three months versus my first three months now in Emma, very different. I feel like I'm contributing more to what I'm doing right now. Pwede naman yung pay grade mo ng first three months mo sa PNG. Siyempre, siyempre. Dapat lang, di ba? So, may step up. But but keeping, I guess keeping doors open is how I would put it. But I like na, kasi you enter into something, but the door remains open. Uh, that might be normal for some, but for people like me, it's not the case. So, <laughs> how, how la? I mean, how does these things work? Like, do you get messaged on LinkedIn? But, but Mark, are, are, your door, are your doors not really open, Mark? It's super open. <laughs> <laughs> for those who might be listening. No, the thing no, is, no, I do get Mark. messages, but I always ignore yeah. I think, hindi ko alam if that's the only thing or are there other avenues? Kasi you've built a network also. Yeah. Diba? You mentioned with, with, with studies. Hmm. So how do these doors make themselves appear? Actually, I remember ever since I started in PNG, I've already had that mindset. Not to always jump outside, uh-huh. but to just keep meeting people and keep like creating network outside mm-hmm. of your usual sphere. Um at work, right? I don't want to say that opportunities always present themselves. Some of those opportunities you have chase for yourself. You have to chase for yourself, right? Yep. Like law school, for example. Law school probably didn't. Wouldn't it? At your it, door, it no. wouldn't. Uh, oh, it wouldn't open automatically. But for me, because part of or one of my biggest values, talaga, is learning. Mm-hmm. Part of being able to learn is that humility, in terms of what you can learn from other people. And I think that's the type of mindset that I try to always carry with me so that, you know, more opportunities would come in and, you know, just not immediately dismissing other people who right, are right. probably not like you, who probably didn't grow up with the same um, privileges that you have or same universities as you did. Yeah. And, and, and just looking at each and every person that you meet with that level of humility that, you know, this person can teach me something. And again, I, I go back to my time at the plant in Kabuyao, wherein most of the people I worked with were much older than myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I also take that as a learning opportunity because they can teach me so much, right, with their experience. And that's also the same mindset that I brought with me when I tried to change careers or when I tried to pursue my different degrees, I think it goes a long way, whatever age you are, to have that sense of humility. That is true. And uh, I introspect, because that's not me. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there. But I mean, on the other end, Mark, I I did learn a lot from you, right? Um, We've worked for many years and in many different roles. And That, that's also something that I felt like can create good bond with other people. But I think, because that's 
that's that's what you said, nga, eh, It has to be the perspective of humility first, so that when you do talk to people, there's a genuine interest. Because I can talk to people, pero the, people can see through you if you're like condescending. Not that I am. I hope I'm not. <laughs> you're not. You're uh, not. Yun nga, they, they'll be able to tell the para okay you're just entertaining me just for the heck of it versus yeah. genuinely you're interested so why don't you actually tell us some more legs to the story of how you got this job who contacted you who did you contact how exactly was the <laughs> transaction Dynamics, yeah uh, um no it it was actually all through linkedin at, at hmm. first um and i just got a message on linkedin um And it was probably probably I I can't speak for my recruiter, but I would bet that it was probably because I had that PNG supply chain background. Okay, so it's an and, it's an external recruiter for Emma. It was yeah. All right. And I I received the message um, introducing the company first uh, mm-hmm. because it's it's not such a well known company yet at least here in here in the Philippines. After receiving that message, obviously I had two choices. You know, whether I would just ignore and seed zone that person, or whether I would this I would send a reply dismissing um, the conversation right then and there. But I told myself that even if I didn't feel like I have a need at that point to immediately change jobs, I think at that point I was already maybe 18 months with the United Nations. Mm-hmm. I said I would just see what this job has to offer. Um, it's not every day that you get approached by an external recruiter, and yeah, and just see from there what a job in a in a startup company would look like for a supply chain manager. Yeah, and 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 that's where the whole process started for me. It took maybe four and oh no, three interviews um, before they 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 gave me an offer and. Yeah, that that's when I had to make all of those considerations that I said earlier about you know moving back to corporate. Yeah, I recall you mentioning you know someone from the inside, right? I did, I did, uh, and that's important, I guess, to sort of hear from someone. Uh, it's not a completely weird company. Now, someone's been there, yeah. uh, which is a friend from college, is it? Yeah, it's actually a friend of a friend. From college, oh, that that um, works. That, that's not. <laughs> she was a friend of someone I knew from PNG, Monchai. Yeah. Um. So when I I know this person also, friends, by the way, that's why I'm mentioning. <laughs> Lainly, she used to work for Lazada and I worked yes. with her. Because yes. now she's in Emma first. Yeah, she was there maybe uh-huh. six months ahead of me, or maybe even longer. Mm. Um. We were we we didn't really know each other. Um. Even before I joined Emma. But I figure that we know someone in common quite closely, mm-hmm. um, which is how I was able to connect uh, with her even before I decided to join. Um, yeah. And, you know, I was able to get some insights about what's it like inside before I decided to come in. Um, yeah, and I, I, it, it really is very important for me to hear it from... Sorry if there's any HR listening. <laughs> Not from HR Not and their hard tell. <laughs> <laughs> Not from HR, I guess. Um, just to get a feel of what uh, what the employees actually say about their company. Yeah, of course, yeah. you have some online resources, Glassdoor, and maybe even LinkedIn mm-hmm. for for these things. But again, that human connection is very important, right? So, Raymond, now that yes, you're Mark. again, you did mention a. Uh... One step inside corporate, still a yeah. full-time law student because I don't still. think you can have full-time that. What does the future look like for you? 
I mean, do you really envision yourself being more into law or later on deeper into corporate or corporate lawyer? The why not? <laughs> In between, <laughs> diba? Um, again, I'm not closing any doors for whatever opportunity may come at me in the future. And I guess that's also the type of mindset that I had to break when I decided mm-hmm. to go into law school. Because unlike a corporate job, the jobs in the legal profession are, are less structured. There are more paths that you can take when you are a lawyer versus when you are in corporate. Because you know when you're when you're in corporate and you're a supply chain manager, it's easy to just invest on yourself to become like the supply chain head for for the Philippines, and you would know yeah. what jobs it would take. But for lawyers, there's just multitude of jobs. You know, you can you can do firms, you can be an in-house counsel in in companies like PNG. You can be a government lawyer, you can be an international lawyer. There's a lot of different opportunities, and I feel like three years into law school, maybe I don't know everything yet. And in fact, I think I still need to build that network among lawyers. You know. To just get a very educated decision on what I wanted in the future, but I can say for now that obviously I I would see my law studies through. Um, I'm already mm-hmm. halfway there, and and you know I don't want the investment of time and resources to just simply go to waste. But I see myself um, getting more and more interested with commercial law and labor law at the moment. So I I think that might be a good marriage, you know, with my experience in corporate because. At least, again, going back to my experience in in the plant, there's a lot of labor relations stuff. With my experience, you know, interfacing with commercial folks um, in PNG, that's also and in Emma as well. Um, that's also a good foundation to doing commercial law in the future. So let's see, let's see. Hmm, the I'm most amusing thing down. that can happen many years down the road, you make your way back to PNG as a PNG lawyer. <laughs> Would that be a treat? <laughs> diba? Why not? Why not? Well, again, the doors are still open, so we'll see. Yeah. Future future looks bright, no? I hope it is. <laughs> yeah. Before I get down to my last question, I have to ask. Yes. You know, aside from no Friday nights, what were the real sacrifices that you had to do? You know, juggling corporate and then school, <clears throat> love life, um, <laughs> or other things, other things for that matter. No. In fact, there's a lot, and maybe that's also the reason why, if anyone comes for me for advice on whether they could do graduate studies on top of their corporate job, yeah, PNG in particular, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it 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 it's always not a straight straightforward yes, mm. uh, because there are a lot of sacrifices um that 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 you, that you would have to realize and. What were is, what were the ones that you had to really, I guess, hammer through? What's, yeah, what, no, what was the most difficult? If you can rank it for us, even. Huh. Number one would be time. Mm-hmm. Number two would be finances, money, and number three would be relationships in general. Yeah. So yeah, I did guess, you have to miss obviously the Friday nights out? You missed right, out. Uh, right. Any other more important ones that you really just can't? Because you're still studying your finals, or a lot actually. Like time with family, you would you would mm-hmm. also miss out on like celebrations sometimes. Um, sometimes you also have to schedule vacations, wherein if maybe you're in corporate and you have like paid vacation leaves, then you would have some foresight to schedule it this month. But when you're in a calendar with your school, then yeah. there's only just a couple of months in a year when you can mm-hmm. schedule it. Same break lang, no? 
Oo, and kapag four seasons in in that country and then winter, then wala ka ng choice, <laughs> then you really have to travel in winter, di ba? Um, yeah, so, so so there's there's those time constraints that you have to learn how to deal with. Yeah, and then the, the other one that I said is like finances. Mm-hmm. Because law school here in the Philippines takes four to five years. Then you also have to plan and map it out on how far your savings might probably go if you, if you are sending yourself to law school. Yeah, and then last would be relationship. Yeah, love life and friends, family, all of those things that you have, I guess, to be more selective or whom you will dedicate the very limited free time that you have. Oh, I feel and so special now. This is, is like smart podcast. <laughs> free time and yet you're here on a Sunday night if you can just squeeze that in. Yeah, because I see value in wow. <laughs> I hope we, I mean, I cannot give you time or money. Relationship, Sana, this becomes a spark. So if anyone's out If anyone's <laughs> out there Wanting to know Ray more about Raymond is single. Um, graduating in two years. Right, right, right. <laughs> can promise more time and money in two years. <laughs> <laughs> A lot more than you can imagine. While we're in the topic, how can people get in touch with you if they have more questions about what you're doing? Um, well, I am. If those are professional questions, I am on LinkedIn. It's the same handle, Raymond Shepard. Um, yeah, and if you are on Instagram, it's Raymond Nil. Raymond N H I L. Um, yeah, and if you have any questions about doing law school on top of corporate or doing corporate on top of law school, I've done both routes. You can just hit me up and yeah, ask me those questions. You don't have to be Mark's for friend. any. Ah, I was going to say for any other thing, just slide in his DMs. He's open. <laughs> <laughs> Because my value is humility and learning. So if you're going to slide yes, me in so... DMs, just make sure you have some lesson to impart. <laughs> wow, wow. Well noted. <laughs> At least that filters out many others. <laughs> Who will you not recommend this lifestyle and career to? What kind of person would just advise to say, eh, you can't do it? I mean, again, we're not you mm. know, putting down people, but if you just right. want to save them, from the experience? If you are someone who has your priorities right already mm-hmm. and someone who might have more people depending on you, then you might want to reconsider like changing careers halfway through. I, I say that because I feel like I was fortunate enough to, again, you know, have that experience in PNG to be able to comfortably send myself to law school after. Obviously, that that was uh, one big consideration. I was also fortunate because I felt I feel like my experience in PNG allowed me to learn the ins and outs already, um, and I was really able to maximize that. But if you're someone who feel like you still have more to learn where you are right now, then probably take some more time to make that decision mm-hmm. before you decide to put one career ahead of another. Yeah, yeah. I like that you're not a hard no. It's it's still like. There are Ooh, considerations to there put are. there. And then. Yeah. Cool. Fun but conversation. Again, if you need more advice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's reiterate. Please send him a message. I'll, you can ask me. I'll give you his number. <laughs> Thanks for making time yet again. Sure, anytime, I Mark. hope to catch up with you again soon. Look at that. You made it this far. Check out the other episodes so you get to hear about another industry. 
I also have friends from around the world in season two and the great migration in season four. Special thanks to JB Tabuzo for the episode cover art. He's one of the featured guests in this season and Patrick Chung who recorded that awesome song from Down Under in Tasmania. His episode is featured in Season 2. Find links to their works in the show's Instagram account at Catch Up Sessions. Catch you next time! Life and Career Edition.